Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic. Eye on the Hill 2024. Special coverage with Dave and Janovic. So Utah lawmakers certainly not throwing a perfect game. Uh, when it, I, I mean, not throwing a perfect proposal uh, on this MLB stadium funding issue. Things got really messy yesterday. They took a timeout on the Hill. Then they came back. Uh, they ended up tossing out the hotel room tax, Dave, which was kind of news to you this morning. Absolutely. And that's a problem. I mean, that's a big problem. Because if you're not going to fund it, if you don't have a very clear way to pay for the entire project, then they take their ball and they go home. I just wrapped up a, a live interview with Representative Ryan Wilcox, who's been spearheading this funding package that's gotten a lot of pushback. So they dumped out the hotel room tax um, and they, in exchange, uh, they said that that district, that area, would keep the sales tax that's generated from new retail and restaurants in that area. Here's Representative Ryan Wilcox on the air moments ago. When you talk about this sales tax in the district, what does that look like? Sure. Is there an increase in the sales tax in the Fair Park area? No. Okay. Go, Not explain. At all. Go ahead and explain. This is literally just, just in the district. Um, in other words, an area that is not producing any sales tax right now. It's an industrial zone right now. That will be used to uh, hope, uh, hopefully it will generate enough sales tax for us to do this. But that's the plan is that we'll invest in that area, meaning the partner will, the private investor will. And then the revenue that we pick up from the sales that are generated in an area that is currently not generating revenue, that's what we'll use to fund the project. Joining us right now is Steve Young, a tax lawyer, a chair of the state and local tax committee of the American Bar Association. And Steve, when you saw that get stripped out, that uh, transient room tax, and now they're admitting we might be several hundred million dollars short on this, what do you make of it? Very interesting for sure. I think the the plan, it sounds to me, is that they're just going to wait and see how this plays out over the next you know, it's 2024, 2030, I think is when they have to have the team picked. And so, it, you know, what's the economic growth in that district going to look like over the next six years? Maybe it'll be greater than anticipated and that's sort of the, the hope. And if so, then all these, it's not just the sales tax, that's the new piece they just added, but the original bill had various other taxes from the district going to fund the repayment of the bonds on the stadium for that $900 million. And that's that's sort of the hope that, you know, you, you give this big shot of economic boost to that district, that, you know, west side area, and that there's enough economic activity through, you know, hotels and restaurants and, and uh, sales of merchandise, you know, you know, let's say it's the Utah baseball team, whatever the, the name is, Utah Blizzards or something, maybe that's the hockey team, I don't know what the name will be. Anyway, you, you sell a bunch of a bunch yeah. of merchandise for that team and and that's all sold around the stadium and then that new 4.7% sales tax that all gets funded into this campaign to repay the bonds and so that that's sort of the hope but 
you know, clear, clearly some uh, interesting dynamics at play. You know, I didn't see the hotel tax falling off. That was sort of a uh, strategy to tax the out-of-staters that would be coming into the state to stay in the hotels. But those in southern Utah really objected. Uh, those in Park City, it sounds like, felt like that's, you know, not appropriate to use all those funds for the right. the stadium. So, so they've gone back to now the 4.7% sales tax, which wasn't in there originally. But, you know, now all those merchandise sales, uh, instead of just the hotel and uh, other taxes, but all those merchandise sales around the stadium will go to, to help fund this now under this current proposal. So, so the only way this works, I think, is if that growth is so substantial and, you know, the team comes and, and, and it all uh, works yeah. economically to, to bring in enough money. Steve Young is a partner with Holland and Hart and chair of the state and local tax committee of the American Bar Association. Really appreciated him being on the show with us yesterday as we broadcast live from that ballpark community or what will become eventually the ballpark community on the west side of Salt Lake City. And Steve, that's a, that is a big what if. I mean, it sounds like almost like a chicken and an egg scenario. You know, it, it, we have to get a baseball team really for development to take off in that area. And so as a tax expert, is this the best way or the best way to do things in your view from that 30,000 foot up level? Well, for better or for worse, it's sort of the the economy we live in now where these sort of public-private partnerships happen all over the country for all kinds of economic development reasons. And the, you know, there's upfront costs that have to be incurred. And then there's what we call tax increment financing, where, you know, in whatever area, let's take the convention center hotel downtown. That was started in 2014. And it was a public-private partnership where in that area, the Hyatt that's now downtown, you know, was it was agreed by the state in 2014. They get a portion of those taxes back over the next 25 years okay. to help fund that. And now it's come to fruition. The hotel's been built. And in order to make that happen, it wasn't happening with, with private money alone. So there had to be a public-private partnership for that for that to work. And, and over time, that appears to have been a, a positive thing. It's been good for the tourism industry, the convention industry. In the state, and if you look around the state, um, we're always competing with states in the Midwest, states on the coast, for economic activities, including a major league baseball team. You know, other other cities are having this exact same conversation and trying to come up with a package that works. Yeah. And for better or for worse, it's just the world that we live in now, and it's a, it's a competition amongst states, yeah. and you have to put up some sort of public money often especially in a, a relatively small market like Salt Lake. And yeah, you're competing LA, with other LA cities. Exactly. You're competing yeah. with other cities. And if you don't have a good enough uh, offer, if you don't make a good enough proposal, then they go somewhere else. Thank you, Steve. Uh, next, Dave has more with from his conversation with presidential candidate Nikki Haley. When you're running for president, this is about addition. It's about bringing as many people in as you can. It's not about pushing people out of your club. 